Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 50 for subscribers of News of the Day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story, a massive series of tornadoes, an actual outbreak of tornadoes I saw it cited as, has swept the, I guess, I don't know if you would call them the plains. Kentucky was one of the places very hard hit. The national, this is, I've been looking, anytime I see something like this, that's just unusual. So the governor of Kentucky said it appears that people were sheltering in place. They, this is, I'm paraphrasing, still many died. Quote, he says, I hope that area was as safe as it could be. But this thing got hit directly by the strongest tornado we could have possibly imagined. So that made me immediately Google my new favorite expression, perfect storm. I looked up tornado, perfect storm. I have a hashtag called another perfect storm because all these things from supply chain issues to chip shortages to the Texas power outage, which make no sense on their face without some hand manipulating it in the background, they call them a perfect storm because any one circumstance has existed before or couldn't fully explain it. So now all these things have to come into play at once to have something crazy happen that's never happened before that they're not prepared for. It's weird. Now, they're blaming this, of course. They're trying to blame it on climate change, but it's actually hard to make that argument. It's not crystal clear that you can make that argument. But in any case, and I don't really know, I know that they can make, they can seed hurricanes and make it rain. I don't know if they can create tornadoes. I really don't know, but it's weird. And of course, the National Weather Service called the system that hit Kentucky a perfect storm. They said when the sun went down, well, that is probably always true for a tornado, this kind of stuff. He goes on to say, when the sun went down, the wind fields just skyrocketed. That plus warm temperatures, high dew points, and a disturbance rising from Oklahoma. I don't know what that was. Maybe that, that's right, as was all the system needed. So I, I don't know. I feel like there's just too many um, unprecedented catastrophic events for me to really buy it. And they were definitely pushing this thing out to the max in that there was this candle company, candle factory in Kentucky. That's a big employer in the area. But And the, and the headline said... Kentucky Candle Factory, questions arise over why staff worked during tornadoes. And then if you go through and read the article, it says that they were working round the clock because it's the Christmas season. And by the way, stuff like that, that is how it works. The Christmas season is the rush. That's why they call call Black Friday, Black Friday. Most companies don't even turn a profit until Thanksgiving because of the Christmas rush. That's all there is to it. And in the article, it said that this thing just came up with only 20 minutes warning. So that actually answers the questions that they're suggesting. However, I had a tweet say, oh, profit over safety. You know, that's going to be the thing. They'll sue this company into oblivion. But of course, profits include liability for damages. There, We have a tort system. Companies have to be responsible if they don't want to face the risk of having to pay for people death people's death and damages it's not it's not what people call quote the wild west we have that's why it's really important to have a tort system that functions and that's why you don't actually need preemptive regulation because that's how people will 
That's why the United States has a lot of like warning signs and safety measures because people get sued out of oblivion. It's different here from in other countries and it's safer here for that reason. I'm actually a fan of that. And uh, and it just it just seems like it for that that factory. I don't smell a rat there, but they did try to really push up the number of fatalities. And it was only I think it ended up being six fatalities, which is still awful. But I don't know. I mean, it's just more craziness being blamed on climate change. Yeah, you know what they say, practice makes perfect. How many hours of practicing engineering the weather till you can get the perfect storm? Perfect. Exactly. Yeah, I think that they, they're actually getting great at making perfect storms. They seem to be. That or climate change is practicing and, and getting great. Biden said he he knows it's about it's about climate change, how it's affecting this right. weather. They haven't figured out how to blame it on climate change yet. It's so they, their propaganda is getting so sloppy these days. That's what the whole perfect storm thing is. Like when it, uh, you know, it, it may, nothing makes any sense. So it's just a perfect storm. Or we have a feeling it's climate change, and we'll figure it out later. Didn't we talk about something like this with Pete? As I had asked him what he thought they might do to make people truly afraid of climate change. Because you can't really be truly afraid of something unless it really gets up in your face and affects you personally like you feel like it. So climate change has to really devastate people and they have to believe that climate change is what did that. Right. And I think what he was saying is the next level, like a massive, massive false flag or whatever would come down would be basically connecting it to a pandemic kind of thing so that you're it attacks you randomly everyone's in danger like these people are in probably tornado alley so the it's like floods in a flood plane it's like well just move you, yeah, you so get the unpredictability that. factor needs to yeah be the thing that's the that's the whole essence of terrorism and this is this would be terrorism i think what he was talking about terrorism is you there's nothing you can do you, you're in a constant state of terror. It's a strategy of tension, whatever. You're in a constant state of fear because it could attack you at any time, which is why all the unpredictability around the COVID stuff was so scary. And it's still wreaking havoc. In, in the XR, I want to talk about how the unpredictability is part of the PSYOP here. And when I say PSYOP, I don't mean that people aren't really getting sick. So we've got this Omicron variant and people are getting sick. They don't know yet if people are getting sicker. They do think that more people are getting sick, that it's more communicable. I'm beginning to wonder if it's communicable at all. And I'm continuing to think that the vaccines themselves is what leads to people getting sick or even can affect other people. They've been working on contagious vaccines for years in cancer wards, even your traditional vaccines. They say, if you're freshly vaccinated, don't come into this ward of immunocompromised people. So this is not an outrageous idea that it is the unrolling of the vaccines that has spurred these new variants. So with Delta emerged as adults got the vaccine and we have this Omicron thing now. And as and also, oh, by the way, Omicron came from South Africa, a, along with all the other, the four biggest variants of interest in the World Health Organization website, last I looked, were all in the four places and only in the four places that AstraZeneca did their trial. So the AstraZeneca effect, I feel like, again, connected to the vaccine. And in the Omicron case, what I'm really worried about 
is, and this is a what to watch out for, but not one I want to see, is that now that kids are starting to get vaccinated, I believe kids are going to start getting, quote, COVID. And I predicted, sadly, a while ago that there would be a variant emerging that actually affected kids once kids started getting the vaccine. It seems highly connected. And someone tweeted at me an article that said the Centers for Disease Control And prevention said that the 43 cases attributed to the Omicron variant that they were studying or the first cases, 34 had been fully vaccinated. 14 of them had received a booster. Uh, Only uh, five of those cases occurred less than 14 days after the booster. So that was before full protection comes in. But but that could also mean that it is a function of the vaccine. And they continue, oh, this is hilarious, they say. Laboratory studies suggest that Omicron variant will blunt the protective power of the two-dose Pfizer and BioNTech vaccine, but a third dose would restore the protection. So it destroys the possibility. Anyway, um, the other thing is it says six people of the 43 had been previously infected with coronavirus. And this is the most, the thing that I thought was most interesting. It said symptoms such as coughing, congestion, and fatigue are among those from the Omicron variant. Only one person was hospitalized. Other symptoms reported less frequently include nausea or vomiting, shortness of breath or difficulty breathing, diarrhea, and loss of taste or smell. Now, the shortness of breath or difficulty breathing and the loss of taste and smell seem to have been the signature features of COVID. And these variants supposedly have, have uh, voids in their PCR returns where they don't match the COVID PCR test, which is already a pretty small fragment. So I'm wondering if this has is isn't just a more traditional cold even than COVID. I think that there are some people that are talking about that, about how it just seems to kind of be spreading out there similar to the cold and hasn't really hospitalized or killed anybody that I've heard of. I saw a headline today, actually, that said early COVID-19 symptoms may be mistaken for vaccine side effects. A new study warns that. I didn't read the study, but it made me think of you and, and the story you're yeah, talking about. because they're the same. Yeah. To the point where I actually think that it was nothing until the vaccine started coming out. And that's when people started getting really sick. Yeah. God, when are we going to get taken down? Like, we can't keep talking like this. <laughs> Well, I got another COVID story for you. Okay, well, it's not going to be as bad as that, I'm sure. Yeah, well, I don't know. A New Zealand man, he's gone out and he's got himself multiple vaccine shots in one day. Ten COVID vaccine shots, to be exact, in a single day. Now, why did he get ten? Yeah. Because he loves his vaccine so much, he wants to get super vaccinated and boosted all in 24 hours. No. He's running (gasps) a... Whoa, I got it. Let me guess. What? He's selling, he's selling cards. He's going in for people and getting the shots for them. Yes, he's doing, he's being accused of running a vaccination by proxy scheme where he was paid by several people to get the shot using their name in order to fake their vaccination records because they didn't want to get the shot. And they also wanted to be able to move freely around New Zealand. Obviously, that's why they want to avoid 
or that's why they want to get the vaccine card because they're cracking down on people in New Zealand that don't have their vaccine card. So people are paying somebody to go do it. This guy needed money, and they also give two hundred fifty dollars per COVID shot there. So I don't know how they divvied up those. Whoa! So what's ten times two hundred fifty? Twenty five hundred bucks. Enough. That's that a good bit of money without, if somebody's struggling for money. Yeah. But this is what bribery does. Bribery puts people who, this guy, to get 10 shots in one day, probably needed some money for whatever reason that he was willing to go out and do that. And bribery does this. Bribery makes people willing to pay for those things and do those types of things, as do incentives for up 250 bucks a pop. I mean, think about the incentive to literally have sex with a prostitute, and I think it's Finland, maybe it was, where you can go to the brothel, you get the shot, you get to give a shot. And that is going to make some, somebody's going to be coming in getting at least 10 of those, if they possibly could. They're going to be getting everybody's ID, and they'll be getting 10 shots if they're willing to do that. (laughs) Incentives, perverse incentives, I believe, is how that's really interesting. How they're yeah. put. It's a moral hazard. Yeah. Moral hazard. And what's some of the officials said some interesting things about this. One of the health officials in New Zealand said that the potential medical consequences of receiving 10 vaccines in a single day are unknown, although the risk of side effects from the vaccines are known to increase significantly with increased dosage. And he urged people who have had more vaccine doses and recommended to seek clinical advice as soon as possible. Wow. But, how's the guy doing, by the way? I don't know. It they doesn't give any say. Up. They won't say who he is. That's they will not give his name. They just had the officials speaking and they urged people that doing something like this to assume another person's identity and receive their medical treatment, it puts at risk the person who receives a vaccination under the assumed identity and the person whose health record it will show up on because in the future, their doctors won't know if they've been vaccinated. This guy who's had 10 shots, their doctor, his doctor won't know how many he's had. Of course, they will now. But if you're running one of those schemes because you know he's not the only one and now other people have the idea, this is going to be a problem. Yeah, they shouldn't even advertise it. No, they shouldn't, but it's out there now. Out there, speaking of out there, (laughs) Chris Wallace is out at Fox News. He announced on his show yesterday, a Sunday show, that he will be stepping down. That was his last show. He emphasized that Fox never questioned his guests. They have always allowed him to report as he pleases. Never did they interfere, ever. Yeah, and they should have because he's a complete freaking liberal. Yeah, he is, and he recounted his 18 years... (laughs) Including that interview with Putin he did where he you know, repeated propaganda just directly to Putin's face <laughs> the whole time. He said he wanted to try something new. He wanted to go beyond politics. He wanted to have a new adventure. Then a couple of hours later, it was announced that he'll be joining CNN+. Plus. What is that? Exactly. That's my first <laughs> point. This is another advertisement. This is an advertisement for CNN Plus, which is their new streaming service. I had not heard of it until then. They launched it back in June. But this is their first major everybody talking about it type announcement. And also, you know, Matt Al, she's scaling it back, doing less shows, getting paid more because she's going to be doing streaming. We have Brian Williams who left NBC. I expect him to emerge in the streaming. We How about get after it? He will be getting after it on some other platform, I'm sure. This is just another signal that television, as we have known it for however long, is dead. It is changing in hmm. these, these Oh, because cable CNN medias. Plus is video? It's just like YouTube? Yeah, CNN Plus is, I'm going to tell you what their press release oh, says. Okay. But and you don't you think Chris Cuomo is going to pop up on that? I think he it's possible. He was probably overpaid. He was terrible. They don't need him. He had, he had good ratings because they gave him a good shot. He had a, he had a shot. I mean, he had a slot, and 
he didn't have good ratings compared to the other networks. Just at CNN, he had the best right. ratings there. Yeah, CNN. because that was probably the best rating slot. But CNN gets a lot more views on YouTube and other platforms where they have their videos than they do on cable. So it makes sense that they're shifting over to CNN. Here's what Is that a fact? Yeah, much more. Really? More I, people yeah. watch CNN on the internet than on television? From my understanding, yeah. Wow. Here's what their press release says, which confirms that this is all about streaming. Chris Wallace is joining CNN as an anchor for CNN Plus, the much-anticipated streaming subscription service that will debut in quarter one of 2022. Wallace is quoted as saying, I'm thrilled to be joining CNN Plus after decades in the broadcast and cable news. I'm excited to explore the world of streaming. I look forward to new freedom and flexibility streaming affords and interviewing major figures across the news landscape and finding new ways to tell stories. I expect the metaverse. I expect virtual reality type to be factored into their streaming service. They already have a CNN News virtual reality hub set up. And Jeff Zucker jumped in. Jeff Zucker says in the press release, it's not often that a news organization gets the opportunity to bring someone of Chris Wallace's caliber on board. He's a fine journalist, and he's as fine of a journalist as there is in our business. And this speaks volumes about our commitment to journalism and CNN Plus. And we're thrilled to have Chris on the ground floor, helping us build the next generation of CNN and news. This is where this is going. They're trying to do what people like us are doing. And, of course, Stelter, the political angle of it, Stelter says, is that when a network radicalizes like Fox News, the moderates get purged or they purge themselves first. It's the exact opposite. Fox News is just so wishy-washy. Also, the whole Zoom thing. Remember, they all started just doing their shows from home and really lowering the production value so they can really increase profits if they move into that space at very low uh, costs. It's like it was a test run. <laughs> well, certainly is sliding us over there. Yeah, definitely is. And I got one more quick one for you here about the internet. You know, we had Amazon earlier this week, or last week, Amazon was out. They had some cloud glitches, which pretty much turned smart homes across the country into dumb homes. Of course, that's the operators could have fixed that, but they themselves were dependent on the smart homes. And that's why this story to me, I think, is important because we find out today. Now, I don't know if this is related to the Amazon outage, but the timing is pretty similar. We found out that there was a vulnerability in a widely used software tool that has rapidly emerged. It was just discovered. It had been out there for apparently a couple of months, but was just discovered in recent days. And it's a major threat to organizations around the world. And this computer cloud bug is being called the worst computer vulnerability discovered in years and the biggest in the history of modern computing. And since the 12 hours that it was discovered, cyber experts say it's already been weaponized. And what it does is, unless it's fixed, it gives criminals, spies, programming. You don't even have to be good at programming. You just got to know it a little bit. You can all get easy access to the internal workings uh, where they can loot valuable data, plant malware, or erase crucial information and more. You can basically hijack, hijack people's computer. And they say millions of people across the country have it installed. Cor- they can't think of a corporation that doesn't have this bug on their hard drive, whatever their hardware is right now. So it's been infected. And they say anyone with the exploit can obtain full access to an unpatched computer software. And it emerged on Minecraft, the game, 
which is kind of what the metaverse is built off of. And Minecraft users were already using this bug to ex- to hijack other people's computers that they were playing with and execute programs and, and just mess with their computers and their chatbots because of this thing. So if they can do this in the metaverse, the play metaverse that they have, and major corporations can do it, and we're letting our homes and everything else run on this, I think we should uh, <laughs> take a pause on the cloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, that that is always exacerbated by government demands that you don't button it up. That's why I think they had to get rid of McAfee. I don't actually think he's dead, but regardless, I feel like they couldn't have him out there in the world because he would say, hey, you don't have to build these back doors. You don't have to allow these vulnerabilities. I can solve your problems without that. Yeah. Full access to your computer. Full access. I mean, that's where we're going to live. That's what's that. And that's what they want. They want total control. If they get us into a place where they can control everything remotely with AI even, uh, that's and that goes to my last free big story of the Free 30. Before we get to our last big story of the Free 30, which is going to be about Time Magazine's most influential person of 2021, part of a pattern that does not bode well, I want to tell you about what we're going to talk about in the DMBXR, which is a professor's woke paranoia gets him fired and the parasites that are prolonging the agony of World War III. Lessons from history offer insights into the future. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor of today's show. Truth Smacks. So I want to do this one because I got these and... Loved them. So let me tell you about it. It's Truth Smacks is a delicious and nutritious trail mix blend that will not only satisfy your visceral hunger, but your hunger for truth, knowledge, and empowerment as well. Each bag of Truth Smacks trail mix is a mouth-wateringly and supremely delicious and power-packed a treat with vitamins, essential minerals, protein, and healthy fats. But what gives this trail mix its name is the truth smack that you, your friends, and loved ones will receive in reading the awesome quotes and the information that's printed on the packaging itself. And they get a mega smack of truth by clicking on the QR code on the back. What's more, this is the first ever trail mix infused with peppermint using 100% pure organic peppermint essential oil. Not a fan of peppermint? Not a problem. It comes in peppermint or original flavor. Both are supremely delicious and are available in 10 ounces or 16 ounces or the three and a half ounce, which is perfect for a stocking stuffer. Use the promo code PROPREPORT10. So I don't know if this is case sensitive, but it would be capital P, PROP, capital R, REPORT, the number 10, no spaces, and get a 10% discount at checkout. Go to truthsmacks.com and give the gift of truth to your family and friends this holiday. So let me tell you, this is a patron of the show, big fan, real nice gal. She sent me this and couple things. First of all, the packaging is hilarious. It's got a, you can choose the flat earth one or the <laughs> truth one. And it's got all these quotes on the back. I haven't seen the flat earth one. So I'm not sure what the, what those say, but the truth smacks ones are really fun. They're like good quotes from famous people, but the, but the trail mix is so good. You got to reach in and really get a whole handful of everything. But I wish I had the package in front of me because the ingredients are just like raw nuts, and um seeds and stuff it's just there's nothing weird in the ingredients at all and this peppermint thing is totally delicious like it sounds a little weird but it's amazing so there's not like a bunch of m&ms or like dry roasted 
salted peanuts or whatever. It's like a really fresh, delicious, healthy thing. And the peppermint just brings it to a whole nother level. And it completely smells like candy canes. So I immediately bought a case of them for stocking stuffers. And I did ask if she could get them out in time for Christmas. And I think she could if you order them right away. But you do, like, it's just huge chunks of stuff. So you got to really dig in to get the whole experience. But it's freaking delicious and very healthful. That sounds delicious and very Christmassy. Perfect <laughs> yeah. time of year. No, it's it's good stuff. I'm very proud of our of the people in our propaganda report community who have made these products like Granite State Spice Blends and Apocalypse Coffee. They're, they I, they send them to me and they're so good. True Hemp Science, really pure good stuff. And like it is a reflection of their good character, which makes me feel very proud of our community. All right, and. If you guys want more content or if you if you aren't a big fan of the ads, although if you miss the ads, you miss a lot of great stuff like this right here today. I know. I'm going to have to start giving shout outs instead of ads, maybe just so we can keep promote, you know, supporting each other. Yeah, yeah, totally. Or if you just want to support the show, then you can join us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and check out our tiers there. You can find the one that's right for you. We do bonus content every single weekday that we drop a DNB. We drop that bonus content on Patreon. We also have the ad-free DNB XR, which is included, which that is what the extra content is included in. And that's a total of 50 minutes Monday through Thursday and sometimes Friday ad-free. We have Friday grab bags, interviews, early releases, guest appearances, patron only Q&As, direct one-on-one access to Monica and I, all premium content for as little as $7 a month with tiers offering live stream interactive content with Monica and I, and the entire Propaganda Report Patreon community, which is best looking best looking community on Patreon. And also, we give you the opportunity to get some shout outs and even one-on-one Zoom calls with us as well. So check us out on patreon.com slash propaganda report. And now on to our final story of the Free 30. Which is, did you see this? Time Magazine's most influential person of 2021. I just saw the photo. Right. Oh, yes. It's a very highly like artiste, whatever, staged photo. It's Elon Musk. Elon Musk, okay? So a couple of things that annoy me about this, but the reason I clicked through is that the quote was... This, the time, this was the quote in the article that caught my eye. Time editor-in-chief Edward Felsenthal wrote, quote, In 2021, Musk emerged not just as the world's richest person, but also as perhaps the richest example of a massive shift in our society. So this is the article I'm reading, and it doesn't say in the article what the massive shift in the society is. So there is like a total, like, um, what... What did Sir Tim call it? Not organic advertising, natural placement. Remember what he called it? It was like when the ad is part of the story. We talked Native about ads. That. Native, yes. I'll have to make that the glossary entry of the month on my newsletter. So That seems like the whole premise of the story, and they didn't mention it. Right. So I had to click through to time and you get a couple of free articles on time. So I have to like open new browsers if I've exhausted my number of articles. So I did get the article. I did click through. And he says in, so the rest of the quote is from Amazon's Bezos to Facebook's Meta, 
The year brought home the extent to which, at a time of rising protests over deepening inequality, our lives and many of the basic structures around them are now shaped by the pursuits, products, and priorities of the world's wealthiest people. So, first of all, I mean, there's a lot in that, and I really want to unpack it. So, we have a couple of minutes. You ready? You interested? Okay. I'm ready. So... He goes on later to say Bezos was the guy in 99 and Zuckerberg was the guy in 2010 before we knew how important these guys really were going to be. And that's how he feels about Musk. So what's Musk all about? Like, this is going to matter. Like, what is he telling us that Musk is? Why is Musk's impact yet to come? is what he's telling us. And he's, it could be a total shift in transportation from Tesla where you don't actually drive and driverless cars will probably not be owned by you. So that's, that's a lack of control right there to space travel. He wants to (laughs) escape to other planets, whatever, but he also has that Neuralink thing. So he's got that how you could make your brain literally like a part of the metaverse. Like yeah, he says that's... he's going to have it in humans by the end of 2022. That's his plan. Yeah, so so maybe that's what his future claim to fame is going to be. I'm not sure. But they talk about this these changes, rising protests over ever-deepening inequality, which is a talking point straight out of the World Economic Forum. And that – but the rising inequality is – Always, I would say it is always a function of government privilege. If you don't understand what I'm saying, then you should read Our Enemy the State by Albert J. Nock. Privilege is what gets people super, super rich because if they didn't have protections from the government, regulatory protections, and in this guy's case, massive, massive, massive subsidies to import, uh, to create a technology that would absolutely not emerge in the free market at all. So what they're saying is, so what I would say is this guy is this guy, this, these inequalities is, is exactly an example of how Elon Musk got rich is the inequality is because of his subsidies. And he's always had that. There's a lot of that in his backstory. He, and, and in that way, he's truly a created person, truly. And he's protected. He gets away with things that other people wouldn't. Uh, lives of many basic and be- ma- basic structures are now shaped by the pursuits, products, and priorities of the world's wealthiest people. Okay, this is straight out of Hack Attack, which is where they said, like, the nation states won't really have a lot of power, but the big philanthropy and stuff will be like the de facto world government. It's also a a function of... Um, I watched a or snow crash, Neil Stevenson's snow crash, where it's basically an anarchistic society, so they say, but it's really just corporations. It's just corporations who control land and communities, and they're kind of stitched together. And then it also reminded me of this movie Six Underground, where, and I told you about it when I saw it, it was where this billionaire fakes his own death and then goes and like overthrows this vicious leader of a third world country. And he's the hero and he's like an extra national kind of guy. So there's all this smacking of really it's the snow crash thing from Neil Stevenson, where it's the corporation, it's true fascism. And he takes a shot in one of the quotes of this article, Elon Musk takes a shot at Putin saying that, 
uh, it says, despite shattering records, this is a quote from the article, this year with a net worth above $300 billion, Elon Musk demurs at being described as the richest person in the history of the world. He says, excluding sovereigns, Riley, adding that Russia's Putin is likely richer than I am. I can't invade countries and stuff. That's absolutely ridiculous. And I will say the only thing that has ever appealed to me of like the of the communist system is if compared to the fascist system where you can actually openly consume all of this wealth and at least in the communist system i mean how much can you really hide and pass on to your kids so he's got all of that and uh he it also says that the that his work coincides with continuing trends that he and his fellow tech magnets are part cause and part effect. The continuing decline of traditional institutions in favor of individuals, government dysfunction that has delivered more power and responsibility to business and chasms of wealth and opportunity. Um, he says now, the article goes on to say, they, these are the provenance of private companies and to Musk, this is progress. He says steering capital allocation away from government to those who will be good stewards of it is a is a you know a progress so what but what people aren't understanding about that is he's not a libertarian he's not a free marketer he's not promoting entrepreneurship he's saying steering not regular capital he's talking about steering government money so the government steals your money and says only government can do certain things and then goes and gives it to a private enterprise like his where he makes 300 billion dollars so why not get rid of the government part that it steals your money and actually let it all compete in the free market where you wouldn't even have this stuff, which people would not really even want. If you just let the price of oil fluctuate to what it really costs and actually pay the countries that have the oil instead of invading them with our tax dollars, then the price of oil would go up and driving would go down if that's what you want. It would reflect the true cost of these things. But this is just all command and control. And this was the, the funny thing that I thought was they slipped in there. It's a testament to capitalism's failings in some people's view that the staggeringly wealthy, mostly white men play by their own rules while much of society gets left behind. Like the white men thing is completely irrelevant. You know how many corrupt African leaders there have been? It's I love just, how they throw that in. They always got to yeah. throw that angle in. And, and if you're talking about government created wealth, I would say that is not the exclusive purview of white men. But the point is that it's men or not men, but it's rich people. Like it's the it's government created oligarchs who abuse their power like this guy. Yeah, they don't operate by any of the same rules that everybody else operates by, and they can throw money at anything because it grants them power. And Elon Musk wants that chip in people's heads sooner than later, and it's going to be framed as cool because when it comes from Elon Musk, Elon Musk is presented as a little bit of the cooler billionaire. He's the guy who insults Bernie Sanders on Twitter. It's very funny, but you compare him to Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos looks like a dweeb. Musk is the cool one who sometimes sounds like a libertarian. So a chip coming from Musk be like the libertarian chip in your brain. Perhaps it could be framed that way. But that is going to link directly to the metaverse because that is the ultimate goal. That those bricks on your face, those aren't going to be the end game solution. The chips in your head or the contact lenses with the cameras on them are going to be the end game solution. 
And I think that is really where he, what his ultimate influence thing will be because that they seem to be referring to. Because the first time I ever smelled a rat with him, so I wasn't fully, fully awake to that basically everything is bullshit. Sorry. So I was watching, so he had, he said, hey, I'm like your free market guy, which was probably before the Tesla thing because he was not, (laughs) Tesla's not a free market thing. I don't like government interference. However, AI is so dangerous, the government has to control it. And I remember thinking, really? Like, that sounds like a guy who is is taking all of his built-up capital as a libertarian, like I expect Tucker Carlson to do at some point, and just saying, except for in this one case, you can trust me, but this one thing is too dangerous. So AI is what he wants to control through government regulation, in my opinion. I think that you're correct about that. Yeah. Do we have any shout outs today? Yeah, I actually wanted to shout out our sponsor page. So at thepropreport.com is a menu at the top and one of the buttons there is shop. If you go in there, you can find our store, which is where you can get some propaganda report merch, which you are wearing our awesome blue t-shirt. I love it. It looks great. Thank you for wearing Thank it. You. And, um, He's not even wearing it for the camera. He's just wearing it because it's awesome. But you can also find the sponsor page. So what I did, that I went over the weekend, I went and went through all the people who have made promo codes for us. So they're different promo codes, but they're all for us. Some of them are sponsors. Some of them are friends. Some are people we've had on the show. And I put up on the top the ones that would make good Christmas gifts. So like Truth Smacks was our sponsor today, and that would make a good Christmas gift. Granite site state spice blends true hemp science there's just there's actually a lot there's i i even put up um apocalypse coffee roasters the rye guys neighbors feed and seed and of course our good friend ism cans libertygear.net so there's actually a ton of stuff there and they all usually give you 10 percent off if you use the promo code so i just wanted people to think about that because it's december 13th and christmas is a coming it's getting close get your gifts now so they get there in time you guys can find your drive time news blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform at the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that I was telling you about, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and check out our tiers and sign up there. We will talk to you guys tomorrow or in the DMBXR. Have a fantastic rest of your day.